Welcome back to Open House with Mark Seawick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Seawick team at Keller Williams Realty, a greater Rochester real estate podcast. This is episode 110. Mark, how are you today? I'm great, bud. How are you? I'm oh, tired. Are, are you I'm okay? Tired. You've had a, you've had a difficult 24 hours. Not as difficult as my son, uh, yeah, who had great. his tonsils and adenoids removed on Tuesday, which going into it, I, I think we were definitely more nervous, obviously, than he was, since he probably didn't really understand what was happening. You're having surgery. Yeah. Um, but the staff out at Westfall Surgery Center, mm-hmm. which is part of Rochester yeah. Regional, yeah. phenomenal. I mean, uh, Dr. Kaza did the, uh, the procedure, um, and leading into everything was great. He literally was holding hands with the nurses walking into oh, wow. walking into the, 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 uh, the operating room, oh. which brought a little tear to my eye since I'm a softie. Uh, <laughs> but afterwards, we experienced the post-anesthesia rage out, which was not a fun experience. Literally, like hitting us. I, I took uh, my wife's phone to the face. That was an exciting experience. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, and they said that's very normal, especially for little boys because he's four. Um, just because they're they don't know what's going on. They're just yeah. agitated. So um, he kind of came out of that, and then he was really right back to his normal self, which we thought was surprising. Until of course the meds were off, and then he's been pretty much a bump on a log for the past couple of days. Um, and he's a little stubborn. I'm not sure where he gets that from. <laughs> well, I know it's not you. <laughs> <laughs> leaves a you know leaves another option on the table. <laughs> but he just refuses medicine. And this has always been his thing. Like he will not take medicine. Um, so no pain meds. Imagine that after a surgery. Yeah. So obviously in a great deal of discomfort, doesn't want to eat, barely is drinking. And then he started getting sick, um, yesterday. And at that point we realized, okay, we need to, to step it up here and figure something out. So last night went out to, uh, Thompson out in Canada, with the hospital out there, the wonderful ER staff took great care of him, uh, got him rehydrated and got him some, uh, some meds for his stomach to make him feel better. And this morning, I'm happy to report that he literally bounced into the kitchen, ran over, grabbed a chocolate chip cookie, and housed it for breakfast. First thing he's eaten literally since... That's awesome. Since Monday I'm, I'm, night, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad. Yeah. I'm, so. I'm, I'm very glad for you. So fingers crossed that this is, uh, you know, we're past the tough and part. He lost, didn't he lose like a like lot Like five of, pounds. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, he went in and he weighed 44 pounds. And then uh, when we brought him into the ER, he was down to 39. Wow. Which for a little guy, that's a, a significant amount. I mean, I kind of want to know, can I get on that diet? Because that oh, would be, same here. Be but, but if you think about it, that, 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 that's 11% of his body weight. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, huge. That's, that's, that's a lot. So, and he just looks oh, was so sad. He looks so skinny, and you can see his ribs. So, um, <sighs> But hopefully this is uh, the, the turnaround. So we're going to have a very exciting Labor Day weekend. Boy, but um, I'm glad he's okay. Yeah, that's the most important part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my mom, too, absolute hero. Yay, came, Sandy. Came in to... Uh, to help out, so uh, so props to her. That's I mean that's why I'm here today. So. I, 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 I kept giving you the option. <laughs> yeah, we can cancel. No, no. There's a lot here. going on. There's a lot going on. Oh, there, there was a lot hands. going on. He's yeah, in good hands. Yeah, yeah. Um, before oh, we yeah, right. before we jump into it, any uh, big Labor Day plans for you? No, I mean this is very similar to I think what uh, what it is that I had hoped to do Memorial Day, which is I want to um, drink four down, bottles of wine, <laughs> go down to Hammondsport, <laughs> um, crawl into bed. And wake up, you know, forty-eight hours later, and um, and just you know, find myself revived, refreshed, and uh, and ready for you know, re- really what what amounts to the, the final two months. E- even though we're only now entering fall, real estate, our market will end in two months' time. So you know, we've got to get through the next sixty days. If we get through the next, I mean, 
Halloween sixty days from now, and it's crazy. And, yeah. and then and then the market really more or less just goes dead um, until you know the third week of January. So. Um, yeah, two more months. I'm, I'm excited. Home stretch. Well, let's get the update for this week. Not surprisingly, it is a lot slower um, because of the holiday weekend that we're approaching. So in Monroe County, only 392 single-family active listings. Mm. Uh, that is down from 475 yeah. from last week. Yeah. Uh, the six-county region, we're looking at 764, down from 845. Again, well, that's yeah. not really a story. That was expected. Yeah. yeah. The story... Our mortgage interest rates. Yeah, that, that, is, that is a fascinating story. Holy crap. I mean, just where were we a week ago? 7.49% right. was the interest rate. Yep. Where are we now? Uh, as of this recording, again, on Friday, uh, right here at 12.16 p.m., it is at 7.07%. That's, um, that, 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 that's, that's massive. What, yeah, yeah that, that's a massive drop. Now, I'm a, I'm a little concerned. and I, I don't, I don't want to rain in the parade. Uh, you know, I don't want to... Give um, us a second. Just one second. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but the, the 10-year treasury is up significantly today. Again? Oh, great. Like, sig- significantly. And it's supposed to... Like, this is just another example of what is supposed to be good news turns out to be bad what is bad news is turning out to be good so so um and i know i'm getting ahead of myself but there were labor um numbers that were released this morning showing that um and again it's so convoluted there was a slowdown in terms of labor uh there were only what 187,000 yep correct new jobs created yes um which, which is great it, it, it's the third t- the third consecutive month or something like that in which uh the, the number of new jobs created has come in under 200,000 now one would say, oh, that's really bad news. Um, that, that's, that's not good. But the reality is, because we're trying to fight inflation, we actually want there to be fewer jobs created so that we can go ahead and, and just finally tame inflation once and for all. So great. This was heralded as great news. Um, and the great news was actually heralded as, well, at least by the bond market, um, bad news. Bad news. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's, just, it, it's just such a whipsaw. It's, it's really insane. So what you're saying is that when we get an update from uh, our go-to source for interest rates, Mortgage News Daily, yeah. today at 4 p.m., we could probably see another jump back up. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was you know 7.2 percent or something like that, seven seven and a quarter. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. And the seesaw continues. The, the roller coaster the, ride in, continues. In the seesaw, well, and I know that there's a lot of economic data to to talk about. Is this a good time to talk about how it is that interest rates are impacting? buyers and buyers behavior right yeah. now or do we want to go into more of the economic data well let's let's break down some you're, of the you're, ec- run, you're running the show dude let's let's break down some of the economic data okay great. so right. you, you talked about the jobs report that was a big one uh-huh. uh another indicator that came through and this is what the fed really likes to pay t- close attention to in terms of looking at where we are with inflation that's pce yep and do you have the PCE numbers in front of you? I, I do if you don't. Uh, personal consumption expenditures um, came in. No, I, I don't have it in front of me. Um, oh, wait, was it um, down 0.3? You go ahead. I, I'm, this is off the top of my head. All right. So the PCE showed that prices increased 0.2% on a monthly basis and 3.3% annually. Okay. Now, when you strip away more of the volatile energy and food prices, the core PC index showed price increases of 0.2% from the month before and 4.2% from the previous year uh, ending in, in July. Economics uh, Economists were expecting monthly increases of 0.2%, so right on the dot there. Great. And they, in fact, were expecting 3.3% Great. and 4.2% um, respectively. So right in the head, exactly what they were looking right. for. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's one of the reasons why it is that there was that enormous drop 
in, uh, in the 30-year uh, uh, mortgage uh, a couple days ago. Yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah. Um, we also have the, the jobless claims that came through as well. And those also, um, again, looking like favorable data, which maybe that's part of the reason why. Because that was a couple days ago we got mm -hmm. the jobless yep. claim. So that's probably baked into right. the drop that we had seen. Um, but again, it seems a little bit, uh, as you said, uh, not great when you look at the 10-year yield. Right, right. It, 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 I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens over the course. I mean, let's just go back to the, 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 um, uh, the, the jobs report from earlier today. I mean, it showed solid growth, which is awesome. Um, but it's slowing, which is awesome. Yeah. So a little bit contradictory, but you know, each canceling each other. Unemployment rose, uh, and the, the rate of unemployment rose actually to I think three point eight percent or something. At, I at believe, this point yeah. In time. Yeah. Um, but but it rose for all the right reasons, not because we've got a, ba a bad economy, but but the number of people looking for jobs has actually increased. So the, the labor participation number actually increased. Um, and and what's really really great is that um, wage growth continues to moderate. And, okay. and for those who aren't um, aware of what, why that's important, in times, uh, in, in inflationary times, employers, in order, in order to retain employees, need to continually raise uh, rates and wages um, and, and hourly wages in order to, uh, to keep employees. Well, and, and then it just becomes this spiral. So, so as that goes up, then the rate of inflation, you know, people are spending, are spending money, yep. and the rate of inflation goes up and up and up. Uh, but So when you've got moderating um, uh, wage growth, that's really, really great because it's another sign that like, we're starting to get ahead of it. So. Well, if there's one economic indicator that's been pretty steady, I would say it's wage growth. Um, w w wage, w wage growth has been pretty steady, yeah. That's yeah. like the one thing that hasn't been uh, drastically up and down. Yeah. So I, 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 as... And again, who knows? I mean, all, all, all the forecasts, all of the um, uh, all the prognostication that goes on. Everybody is saying that really these numbers are good. It looks as if, and, and we keep saying this is not going to be a linear um, uh, march toward uh, toward conquering. It definitely has yeah. not. Been it, it, is, it has not been linear at all. But th this is just another set of numbers which shows that we're headed in the right direction. As we've mentioned any number of times um, over the course of the next few months. We're going to see that uh, a lot of money being taken out of the economy as a result of students or former students having to pay back uh, student loan debt. That's really awesome. Um, it looks as if China's economy is slowing. Um, there's an enormous problem that's uh, brewing in terms of uh, a, a several billion dollar default on some uh, commercial, um, uh, residential, and, and uh, commercial uh, and residential uh, real estate that's brewing. That is, so, so with a slowing. Chinese economy that's also going to impact the U.S. economy because there are going to be fewer businesses, fewer consumers uh, fighting for uh, a certain number of products that are out there uh, for purchase. So, um, you know, a lot of a lot of things going on. And then again, uh, the uh, the rate hikes that took place three, four, five months ago, they're only just now uh, being uh, felt. So I think that we are on the right track. And more and more this past week, and again, it'll change. It'll all change next week. Of but course, more and more <laughs> this past week, you're seeing first quarter uh, uh, Q1 of next year. People are stating, okay, this is going to be uh, when it is that we're finally getting to the point where, yeah, we can start to breathe a little more easily. Okay, well, that would be nice because uh, yeah. I think just a couple of weeks ago we talked that some were projecting maybe uh, 2025. Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> so. Outliers. There's only going to be outliers. Sure. So, anyway, um, another data point to consider: uh, U.S. consumer confidence. Mm, yes. Did you see that one? Yes. So that actually um, retreated in in August. 
that the confidence dipped to 106.1 in August from a revised 114 in the prior month. Um, so economists pulled by the Wall Street Journal had forecast a modest pullback. So that's actually more than they expected. Again, if people stop spending as much money, right. that is going to help. Well, it will, and, and that goes hand in hand with um, the participation rate, uh, rate, meaning that people are now really to the end of their savings uh, that they had accrued during uh, COVID. So people have blown through most of their savings at this point in time. They're having to find jobs. That's why the participation rate has, uh, has, has grown. Um, and as, uh, as consumer confidence um, uh, decreases, um, you're finding fewer and fewer people are going to be out there spending money on the uh, on the new Chanel um, tote or the Bulgari sure. yeah, uh, scarf. So Now, what does this all mean for the real estate market? Oh, yeah. We should probably talk about yeah. that, huh? We'll bring it back full circle. Um, for sellers, we've been seeing a very interesting August, I would say. Wonky? Is that the word to describe it? Oh man, I, I'll come up with an adjective in just a moment, but it's it's been um, it's been it's been difficult. Yeah, I, actually, Yvonne, who's our awesome transaction coordinator, she and I have been lamenting the past two three days that if the activity and the behavior on the part of so many agents um, these past few days is indicative of where it is that we're, I'm just like flying off next week and like <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll come back into the first of the year because yeah. the behavior on the part of so many. Um, unqualified agents and the behavior on the part of uh, their buyers who have who are, who are somewhat schizophrenic in terms of their behavior. They want to purchase, but then uh, once they find that they've actually um, uh, uh, won a bidding war, uh, they're pulling back yep. um, and, and they're, they're, uh, they're, they're uh, non-committal. It's, it's, this has been difficult for a lot of our clients. Well, you mentioned a behavior that I've experienced recently as well with some of, of my listings where... Going into it, we always try to have a really good idea of what we're expecting. We like to, you know, no surprises is kind of the mantra, right? Um, so we're very good about keeping in touch with all the agents who show the property, following up with everyone who comes to the open house. Yep. And there's been three examples recently where I'm anticipating three, four, maybe even five offers coming in. And last minute, just poof, ghosted, gone. And you get one or none. I have a client um, whose name is Mike. I, I don't know. I don't want to identify the property. What it is that you just described is, is exactly, exactly yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I got to say, this guy is. Thank God, he's a, a really, really good guy and a kind soul. And thankfully, he's looking at this for what it is because it's so easy when people are expecting or anticipating they're going to be selling the property with three offers and um, one of them doesn't materialize. And then all of a sudden, a second one, uh, they prevail and, and then we're ghosted. And that there just goes on and on and on. This guy's a really, really good guy. And he's not shooting the messenger, uh, which is great. But I, I, feel, I feel terrible for them. So I think we finally got this place sold. Let's see what happens over the next few days. Um, but this is, this is, this is behavior that I've, I've not seen in, in, in a good, well, a long, long while. I mean, we've seen a, a, a little bit of it in terms of someone winning a bidding war and potentially backing out. Mm -hmm. Not a ton, but... But, but if that yeah. were to happen, okay, perfectly fine. It, it happened, and you've got a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth exactly, offer yeah. to, to rely on. Yeah. And here, you're like, okay, well, I got a second offer. And then they start ghosting you. And then you get, all right, well, we're going to go to the third offer. And the third offer isn't even qualified, or the agent doesn't know what they're doing. And let me just, you know, tee off on agents for a minute. I mean... <clears throat> We had a really, really great meeting with about 20 agents at my house this past Thursday. We go yesterday. Um, and part of the conversation, and one of the reasons that I love this group so much, is that we were talking about the need for experienced agents to kindly and gently 
educate newer agents about how the market works in nuance and custom and tradition. Um, and we're more than glad to do that. The group that was assembled, very, very, very committed to doing that. The, the reality is we shouldn't have to do that. The reality is that the brokers who are managing these newer agents should be doing that. Sure. Well, yeah. they're, they're MIA. They're, 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 they're just nowhere to be found. Um, and so p- perhaps my beef isn't with these newer agents. It's really with management. Well, sure, they only know what they know. Yeah, and management should really be educating these newer agents um, uh, and, and just... The need to return phone calls in a timely manner, my God. Provide feedback. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, that's yeah, a big gripe yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, well, providing <laughs> feedback, but, but, it, but most especially when it is that you're in the middle of an offer um, and you're waiting for a response or a counter and six, eight hours goes by. Yeah. That, that's, that's just not appropriate. Anyway. Well, uh, for every seller, it's not like this. There are still properties selling wildly over asking, tons I, of offers. I think I know what you're going to say. Go on. And I think this comes down to, yes, the market has changed quite a bit. Yep. And I think it really comes down to the properties that are truly turnkey, don't need any work. Mm-hmm. I wrote in one <laughs> this week, which very cute little house in uh, the village of Fairport, received 30 offers wow. and ended wow. up going wow. uh, over 100000 over asking price. Wow. But again, doesn't need anything. And I think buyers over the past three years have been so beaten up. And so conditioned that they have to pay this, this crazy prices over what you know asking is that they are now kind of demanding to have perfection. They want it to be exactly how they want it, and they don't want to put in you know the work, which is this is the new part, right? Because the past couple of years, if it had four walls and a and a roof, you could throw it on the market and it would go. But now, right, you know, properties that need some work are are experiencing this this lag. You know, I, I remember talking about this several... And what's really interesting, I've got two different thoughts here. One, as we've discussed several times, a lot of the sellers right now who are out there are sellers who have to sell as a result of <clears throat> bankruptcy, foreclosure, divorce, death, illness, mandated relocation, that kind of thing. And those are situations in which you've got a lot of uh, sellers who are trying to sell property that hasn't been well taken care of. Sure. And so those properties um, are really going to have a little bit more of a difficult time um, selling them. But I'm thinking about my, this great property that I had in Portsmouth off of East Avenue a couple of weeks ago. Spectacular property. You know, sold really, really big. Um, biggest sale on, on that street ever. So, um, so I think we are coming back to basics. And it's something that we talked about this past spring, which is I think that agents need to roll up their sleeves and they need to begin engaging in the uh, practice and the art of real estate um, in the way that we used to pre-COVID. And I think that sellers are going to have, I think they're very, very quickly coming to the realization that, as you said a moment ago, simply because it's got four walls and a roof doesn't mean it's going to sell. It's going to have to be spit polished, clean, um, and it's going to have to be priced appropriately. Otherwise, uh, so so it's going to be, it's, it's, this is a market that is that is absolutely in transition. And it's interesting to be actually having this conversation right now. We've touched on it a few times over the course of the past few months. It's starting actually about the 10th of May. It's starting to feel a little bit different. It's starting to feel a little bit it's slower. Not as automatic. Bit, yeah, yeah. And, that, and, and then here we are, what, three months later, and it's like, okay. Here it yes. is. Yeah, here, it, here it is. This so, is a market that has changed. I'm, I'm, I mean, you, you know, we have the conversations with our, our sellers all of the time mm-hmm. that, you know, you are the masters of your destiny. Yes. And if you truly want this property to sell for top dollar, well, now you need to repaint those 
wild colors in the wall. Yeah. You need to get those uh, dings in the wall touched up. You need to do those little things that are going to make that buyer walk through and say, I don't have to do anything except move my stuff in. Yes. Yes. That's exactly right. Um, and, and I love saying that, you know, you are master of your destiny. Um, you know, do A and you'll get more money. Do B, you know, you'll get less money. And um, and we're always glad to have our, our clients um, choose A or B. Yeah. And, and B is okay as long as you have the proper expectation of yes, what you're going to yes. get. That's exactly right. Um, yeah. So before we jump into some celebrity real estate. Yes. Sports update. Oh, okay. Fo- football's back. Oh, great. Are we going to talk about the 53-man roster? We are. You're th- you want to break it down, Mark? Your thoughts? What do you, what do you think here? Uh, let me see. <laughs> well, um, the, the Bills actually signed a new QB3 yesterday, okay. uh, which is interesting. I didn't even see this. Who? Uh, his name is um, uh, Bouchel. Uh, okay. But, um, but I, it, it looks as if he's been signed simply because they need a quarterback. It's the body. A, 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 a body, but also uh, during, uh, during practice. Uh, yeah, they, they 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 need they need somebody who's going you know so that um, Josh Allen can sit on the sidelines um, you know it, while while it is that uh, Bouchel is actually um, uh, playing the role of Aaron Rodgers let's say sure so, <laughs> yeah yeah so um, so that's sort of interesting what did, what did you see um, I mean I I'm going to be honest I'm not a gigantic NFL fan I'm more of a college fan myself I, I do know that about you so so why did you bring this up then <laughs> because I know how much you love it and I and I, I assumed it was you wanted to talk about Billy Buffalo. <laughs> which is really, which is really your true passion. Um, <laughs> Mark's favorite mascot in the entire NFL. Um, that is really funny. Um, it, 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 and I, I am still learning, but I am I am really looking forward to, uh, to uh, what the eleventh, uh, which is just a week and what is it? A week from Monday, I think. Uh, yeah, only ten days away. Wow. Uh, that, I, I mean, seasonally, this is a kind of a turning of the guard here. This fall, it's over there. Yeah, you know, yeah, September officially today. Yep, football's back. Yep. Uh, although ninety degree temperatures are coming next week. I, I, yeah, I heard this. I heard this. So, right, so, so, anyway, so let's just go back to the bills for a second. Yeah, we'll do celebrity real estate. Yes. Any predictions or uh, uh, about the bills this season, or any insights in terms of the uh, uh, the, the final roster? So, um, I think I think this year might be the year, and here's the reason why: because they're more of an underdog. I think having that underdog mentality. You get a chip on your shoulder for any team, mm-hmm. helps you perform better. When you're the target, which they, let's be honest, have been the past couple of years, yeah, right. there's a different kind of pressure that's associated with it. You can't just kind of let it rip, um, which is, you know, you need to be free, as yeah. they say. Well, let, 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 let's hope. I mean, you know, I'm actually looking forward to, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens in these first four weeks. Uh, the first four or five weeks, because Von Miller comes back um, yep. probably the uh, fifth weekend. It'll be interesting to see what happens um, you know, with his return. I mean, there's, there's so much um, expectation the, the, about how it is that he's going to yeah. you know, help to, to shore up defense. And then the, the dig saga, how will that play out? I mean, that's going to be something that everyone's very closely watching. Every little move he makes. Um, yeah, that, that, that is actually really interesting. Um, I mean, th- thankfully, there's a lot of other, there are a lot of other wide receivers, you know, who, who I mean, Stephen Diggs is awesome. Everybody knows that he's awesome. But you've got you know you've, you've got now a roster of uh, five other uh, uh, wide receivers who I think might give him a serviceable, little, yeah, uh, a, a, a serviceable. But also, you know what? Maybe um, he'll begin to realize this season that yeah, he's he's awesome. He's fantastic. He's incredible. But he's also got five other guys who can you know st- uh, step in and um, 
Yeah. I don't know about that. All right. All right. Based, I'm just going based on previous history, but maybe, I, you know, I guess there could be a revelation. Well, Justin Shorter could be, uh, could, could, you know, I mean, there's a lot of hope for Justin Shorter. I mean, you know, yeah. So anyway. All right. Look at you just name dropping. No, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Move, moving on. All right. Let's jump into some celebrity real estate. Uh, I sent you the links. If you want to take oh, a look. Okay. Let me see. Let me. Uh, uh, we're actually going to start in New York for the first one. Oh, okay. Great. Here we uh, go. Celebrity chef Bobby Flay. Oh, Okay. He has his a uh, uh, buyer oh. for his three point three million dollar Saratoga Springs oh, that's home. Nice. That's nice. That's nice. That's a good looking house. I mean, literally right by the racetrack. Okay, with Bobby Flay though. Look at his. Ki- Did you see his kitchen? Uh, well, of course. It's not the kind of kitchen that you, I would. Have you would have expected more. I, yeah, yeah, I would have been. I would have expected like you know an industrial. A, a commercial grade kitchen. I mean, but, but think about it. Like, you know what he does for a living. You know, you go to your house. Okay. You. But you know what? Actually, look outside. Do you see outside the oh, outside photos? Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, so then he's got. So this makes sense. Being Bobby Flay, the kind of chef that he is. Yep. Um, so all of a sudden he's got like um, a grill there, and he's got he's got a bar in front of the grill, so he can be like grilling up his steaks. He's got. Uh, I can imagine his poor friends hanging out there uh, with large glasses of red white wine, and then he's got a really really awesome awesome deck. I mean, it's a great it's a great just property. It's a beautiful English Tudor uh, on the market for three point two nine five million. By the way, which again. Um, is a pretty hefty price tag for Saratoga Springs. Yeah, I agree. Um, one of the things I actually love about looking at these photos, I'm always intrigued by some of the... We we, um, we moved, in, as you know, to the uh, new house, what, four weeks ago, five weeks ago, and we're still waiting for furniture, and I'm anxious then for all the furniture to have arrived so they can then start to figure out what kind of art we want. But I do love looking at some of these celebrity real estate... Get a little homes. inspiration. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so anyway. Uh, he is. Uh, he's set to make a pretty nice... Uh, Make on this, by the way, he bought it for 1.7 back in 2021. Oh, 1.7 to 3.295. That's a nice return. That's a nice return. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's go to the next one. Sophia Vergara, she's having some trouble. Oh, she, according to these photos, I mean, A, she looks like a million bucks, and B, the house looks pretty awesome. What's going on with her? Uh, so she has a price cut by another $2 million for this property. Um, it is now, it was originally listed for 18 million. It's down to 15.950. She could still do pretty well for herself though, with this seven bedroom, 11 bath, uh, Huskin style villa, which was newly renovated. She, uh, she did purchase it back in 2014, uh, at that point for a, a much, much less hefty price tag. I I got it. This is beautiful. My. You surprised it's not selling 18 million? God, I mean, it's wow. Every she's she's got great taste. This woman, my God, look yeah. at that. I, I mean, the 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 uh, theater down in the lower level. I mean, the backyard, the pool is beautiful. I mean, uh, I, I'm loving this enclosed. Um, uh, I don't even know what I would call it. Um, <laughs> it's 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 very. Actually, no, it's not enclosed. It's an open air terrace. Um, it's 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 really beautiful. Yeah, it is. I mean. We got some pretty good stuff this week for celebrity real estate. Wow, uh, really, really, really nice. We are going to end on a Pacific Palisades mega mansion. Okay, here we go. Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay. They've listed their place for thirty-two million dollars. This is the kind of kitchen that I thought that Bobby Flay <laughs> okay, yeah. had. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, again, for a price tag of thirty-two million dollars. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, wait, and, and I gotta. I, Oh my god! I'm just looking at this aerial view, and it's unbelievable. The steps and the terraces and the roof line and the tile and the views. My god! Yeah. All right. So, who is she in relation to Arnold? Uh, daughter. Daughter. I believe. Yeah. Did, I believe does so. she? Oh man! Look at that dining room. 
The dining room, the dining room seats two, four, uh, two, three, six, nine. Um, Think of the 11, dinner parties yeah, you could 11, have. Eleven. I mean, that's <laughs> uh, actually no. Fourteen. The, 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 a fourteen-person dining room table. The, the lights. I love the lights above the dining room table. This is really three. Re- good. Well Look done. Look at that. Look at that. Well, well done. There we go. Um, that, by the way, a six-bedroom, twelve-bath mansion with uh, nearly thirteen thousand square feet. Wow. Do we know anything else about her other than uh, the fact? I mean, does she have any like? I think was she, was she a claim m- to fame? Model, I believe. Right. By the way, speaking of models, do, do, do you know Haley Bieber? Um. Yes, I'm aware of her. I can't believe that she's a supermodel. I keep, I keep looking, I keep looking at these photos of her. I, I, I got to be honest, I, I haven't seen photos recently. I keep looking at these photos one after another after another. I was like, well, maybe, maybe like I've just seen like you know, bad angle, twenty five or thirty bad photos of her. And I keep looking, I keep looking. Yeah. I'm like, wow, yeah. like I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting it. I'm not understanding it. I mean, surely so. the last name doesn't help. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. All right, wait. So, so uh, back to Catherine Schwarzenegger. Right, and model is that? Was that no, because... no. Um, Catherine Schwarzenegger is an American author. She has written author three oh, no self help books on subjects huh. like self image, forgiveness, and finding direction after college. Okay. Um, How much do you think um, the therapy sessions about her dad helped? Yeah, yeah. Really. Have she, you seen? It, have you seen his documentary? No. I think it's Netflix. Uh, it, well, we just got a television set two weeks ago, so I'm, yeah, I'm a little. So wait, wait a minute. She's the el- so it turns out that she's the eldest child of Arnold and Maria. Ah, there we go. Yeah, so, there we go. There um, we go. Why, why? What was it? There, uh, there's a documentary about Arnold, and it's he's a, he's a maniac. Is he? Yeah. Like, like currently a maniac, or or was he a maniac when he was um, pumping iron? Um, I think A and B, C, all of the above. Really, even when governor, do you think he was a maniac? Yeah, I think so. Wow. Um, people have described him as. When you hang out with Arnold, you know you've hung out with Arnold. Oh, okay. Just like he is what you would expect. He's Just very intense. It's not. It's like a caricature. Wow. wow. <laughs> like, as opposed to like a you know obviously he's a real person, but yeah. So that's kind of the uh, what people have described. Anyways, I haven't personally met. I, him. I, I, Could be very nice. I, honestly, I got you know every once in a while I, I walk away from dinner. I'm like, okay, well, I don't need to have dinner with that individual because I, I like when a group of people are together. Yeah. I'm actually able to engage. In conversation it's amongst a, a group of people, instead of it being a shtick or some performative sort of, you know, I, I, I'm not there to see anybody perform. I'm there to, you know, to, to get no anyway. Just genuine, right? Yes. 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 Absolutely. All right. Well, anything else, bud? No, I think that's going to do it uh, for this week. We will uh, talk again next week and and see how we kick off the final two months of the market. Yeah. Well, I, you know, and I'll, I'll actually conclude with this. <clears throat> um, Many, many, many thanks to everybody who's listening, everybody who supported us, everybody who supported the team. You know, we conclude Q3 um, down. With the greatest number? Yeah, yeah we conclude oh. Q3 down $388,000. Wow. Over and okay. this is a market that is down like 15 20%. We're down $388,000. One, that's one sale. And some opportunity coming up here in I, September. We, we had, I mean, we had a terrible September. Last September, we yeah. sold $3 million worth of real estate. Um, so I, 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 we're clearly, um, in the month of September, we're clearly going to, to beat that and we will find ourselves, uh, you know, 30 days from now, um, having beat, uh, where we were at the end of September last year. So again, um, we, we are enormously, enormously grateful. Um, and we just keep, we just keep trying to hire new staff and uh, engage new, um, technologies and provide new services. I mean, Peggy's just doing a great job. Oh, phenomenal. I like just. I know I'm rambling here, but oh my god, you and I were in a meeting here yesterday, and she walks in the door <laughs> with a box full of milkshakes that she bought from and members of the team. Floats. 
Yeah, we're, oh, we're beer floats. Yeah, yeah. They were delicious. And, you know, it's just kind of that. She's she's doing that for the team. Um, but, my God, the things that she's doing for our clients in terms of these really, really beautiful, beautiful gifts. Uh, they're beautiful in terms of their intent. Beautifully uh, they're, wrapped. They're beautiful, yeah. Displayed, I mean, The yeah. presentation, uh, yeah. So, um, so we're, we're just going to continue to try to do the right thing with all of our good fortune. I was, I was so inspired uh, by Peggy and by, we mentioned the book, I believe, last week, uh, Unreasonable Hospitality. That I, I found, as they call them in the in the the book, legends. Oh yeah, ways to try to make something just extremely personal. Yeah. Um, so congratulations to Matt and Krista who just closed on actually a property that we had listed. Um, and the gift that I wanted to give them was because of they're from uh, they came from Mississippi, mm-hmm. and they kind of mocked the idea of pools being in New York. Oh. Like you have. You can use the pool for what two months, you know, kind yeah, of was yeah, yeah, recurring yeah. trend. The next, I saw eight houses we saw every single time, pool in the back, every single time, pool in the back. So I would always kind of, you know, make a comment about it. Yeah, they would laugh, have a good time. Um, the property ended up purchasing, no pool. Mm. So we found just a very nice kiddie pool. They have two girl, two little girls. Oh. So we wrapped up the kiddie pool, and I wrote a little letter saying, you know, the one thing your new house doesn't have. So I, I wanted to give this to you guys. That and they had a they, had a they had a good laugh. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, yeah, um, Peggy is freeing us up. You know, using her creativity um, and the time that she's freeing up you know, to be more intentional in terms of uh, the kind of service that we want to provide for our clients. So anyway, I hope you have a great um, holiday weekend, Bud. And I'm glad that uh, that Mason is, uh, is is in a better place. Yes, hopefully uh, continues on. But uh, but enjoy the weekend. Eat some hamburgers. Eat some hot dogs. And we'll talk to you again next week.